Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is May 12th. It is the list in your boy number 200 something. I don't even know anymore. It's May 12th, <laughs> though. Jimmy, I'm going to get right into the hard hitting questions. Why do you hate fun? Yes, I despise it. I you do. Uh, I want to sit in the closet. So you you are becoming a tyrant, Jimmy. Before we went on the air, you said. By the way, no distraction ads. I did. You know did. they're trying to make money for your website, right? Yeah, that's good. So uh, I'm not going to go into detail about what I did for you in Las Vegas, but Sean knows that that was a fun time it, it was all a fun i'm gonna time. say i just don't know why you're being such a tyrant over these paid ads we're not gonna talk about that on the air i'm happy we're, to talk about it off the air we're not gonna talk about it on what was that i'm telling you sean you don't want to do that what was that you don't want to do it sean i'm telling you what was that Trust Packers, me, you don't want to do that. You Packers, don't want to do that. Jimmy, first they got into the gas pipeline. Yeah. They got into our show. What's going on here? Let's talk about issue two of Fightful Magazine uh, that finally uh, launched, the May-June issue. And, uh, you know, we, we were a little bit late getting this done. I wanted to get printing. I wanted a print issue this time, and we got it. And it's hard for me to do this when Sean's doing this bullshit, but I'm, I'm going to try. 
So issue two, the May-June issue, the cover story, uh, the greatest story never told. Mike Straw wrote a phenomenal piece about the AWA Superstars promotion. Uh, They were infamous for advertising WWE names that they never had. Sometimes they would have local guys dress up as the WWE name on the shows. Justin Roberts, of course, AEW ring announcer, he got his start in wrestling with the AWA. He uh, was interviewed for the piece uh, as was Johnny Stewart, not to be con- con- uh, confused with John Stewart, the uh, the talk show host guy. Johnny Stewart was Dale Gagne's right hand man. He did an inter- interview for the piece, and uh, it was very well done. And it is not a hit piece. It it is uh, it's it's very you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Sean? Nonpartisan. Yeah. So that was really good. Also in this issue, we have the writing debut of Matt Cardona. AKA Zach Ryder, he was stoked to actually write an article. He said, I've never done it, but I am up for the challenge. So he did it. So we've got the debut from him. Uh, I wrote something called Jerk in the Curtain because uh, I recognized who the main event was. So I went first. Sean went last. Jerk in the Curtain. I did that. Story on Bobby Lashley. Uh, Taylor Hendricks writes about breakout stars of 2021 in, uh, in terms of the women's division. A uh, story about uh, Ric Flair versus Terry Funk, a, a storyline that they did. Lots of good stuff in here. Oh, there's a story about Jim the Anvil Neidhart gambling away a watch at a casino that was uh, supposedly given to him by Vince McMahon after WrestleMania 2. <laughs> that's a great story that's in this thing. And so check it out, FightfulMag.com. You can get the digital version now, or you can order the print, the, uh, print version. And uh, everybody did a good job. Everybody on my team, Shandy, Melissa, Lindsay, uh mike straw all the writers everybody did awesome they did awesome uh it it came together very quick there was a very quick turnaround for this one and uh, i'm excited we've talked to a lot of wrestlers that are interested in in writing for the magazine as well so yep so So that's pretty cool as long as as you don't treat them like jeremy lambert i mean so what you're you're trying to turn this into an angle but it's just not going to work so what angle would i be turning this into I'm Sean, I'm not kidding. You're going to regret doing this and you'll find out off the air why you're, why you're going to regret it. Trust me. Are so you going to fire Jeremy for promoting his show? And trust me, me for, it's, in, it, it's in your best interest that you, that you lay off. Jimmy, I'm, so. I'm, listen, look at him guys. He hates fun. By the way, I need to, to kind of put this out there, guys. Donate a super chat. It'll get your question or statement read on the air, but but continue, please. Anyway, FightfulMag.com. <laughs> they did an awesome job. You can get the print edition. And, uh, and yeah, they did really great. So I hope everybody checks it out. Really liked how it came together. We've got some super chats already. Guys, I can't tell you how important that is. Also, leave a thumbs up. Um, in the middle of all the, the rumpus time we've had here, I didn't remind you guys to do that. But Josh Cardenas says, where do you think Selena De La Renta goes? I think that WWE should probably bring her on. So I saw that she was trying to do an angle with Alicia Toot. Uh, and I didn't know what the hell that was about. But uh, in terms of her look and in terms of like her hitting the Hispanic demo, I agree. I agree. Now, granted, they had Selena Vega and they fucked that up. Yeah, they did. Uh, and, and with all due respect to, uh, to Selena, Selena Vega, that was just a top-tier talent that they screwed up. But uh, maybe they don't screw it up with Selena. So. Morrow says, really, guys, honestly, who throws a tomato? I really liked that Riddle thought it was funny and was not afraid to tell Randy that. Because why would he? He, he just beat him in a match. He, he ain't going to be scared of Randy. 
I try to take the good with the bad because RK, RK bro was fun. Yes. And so I try to overlook the fact that we are supposed to believe that Elias and Jackson Riker threw tomatoes at the new day. And somehow yeah. within that split second of time, Randy Orton managed to get in the way and take the shots to the face. We're supposed to believe that that I do believe it. Right. He's you do quick. believe it. He's yeah, quick. He's, he's quick. Slith- he's quick. Slithery yeah, yeah. snake. Yes. Jimmy. Yes. Matt Ray Keel says hoping to run into fully vaccinated SRS down in Jacksonville. Sorry, Jimmy. Are you trying to get me to rant already? There's a good chance that I'm going to do a Twitch rant and I'm going to just blister the Canadian government for their handling. Did you hear what happened today, Sean? Or technically it happened yesterday? Did you hear what happened to Canada? No, I didn't. So are you familiar with the AstraZeneca vaccine? Okay. Yes, I did see you posted that. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to go on a rant. Let me just say this. (laughs) Let me just say this. If the country, and this is a lesson for any executive, really. If, if a country produces something and they're not comfortable giving the thing they produce to their people, yes. maybe you don't want it. You know what Probably I'm saying? Probably don't want it, yeah. Maybe you don't want it. And Very happy our, with my Moderna vaccine. Did you, did you? I thought you got Pfizer. You got Moderna? No, I got Moderna. Okay. If our prime minister had the wherewithal to understand that maybe there's a reason that they don't want to approve it in their own country, you could have avoided the shit show that you're dealing with now. So... Congratulations. Yes. Bezo Bank says, welcome to the gender Lucian. Sean will get this. Somebody edited a, a evolution poster and put gender Mahal's face on all the women. It was horrifying. Why? Just for fun? Yes. Ooh, look at this. Justin Wally says, watch Distraction for the first time last week after seeing the paid ad. Still don't get why Jimmy hates it so much. Is this a clever angle? No, I promise you it is not an angle. No, so let me let me clarify. I don't hate the Distraction podcast. That's not what this is about. I don't hate the Distraction podcast. I am not going to allow a two and a half minute promo that felt like 13 minutes. I'm not going to allow that to air on this podcast again. And and if it happens, Sean will find it off the air what my response will be. I would never run a two and a half minute ad on this show. Sean, like when we're done this podcast, I am going to tell you my response. And then you will understand why it's in your best interest not to run that shit I got, again. I got Quizzlemania. I can't. I can't hang around. I'll Skype it uh, to you and then you can <laughs> read it when you're done Quizzlemania. Man Antonio says... I wait all week to listen to Jimmy. I need another show, buddy. If we had time, I bet you we'd have one. Um, Does he mean like the, the, the Twitch rant about the Canadian government? Maybe we'll find out. Uh, Hannah M says started my subscription to it yesterday to fightful magazine. Well, thank you so much, Hannah. We appreciate are you sure. It. Are you sure she's not talking about the distraction? Patreon. Is that what she's talking about? Might, might be, <laughs> might be push a tasty. Something else Sean and I have to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, I already talked to them about it, so there you yeah, go. Yeah. Pusha Testy says either I'm getting worked or Jimmy's actually pissed. You're not getting worked, buddy. Uh, no, I like I said, I'm not pissed about the podcast, the distraction podcast. That promo felt like it took up half the show. That was a long ass promo. It was a long promo. Yeah, so that's I not made, happening I made, again. I made not that happening note. again. Yeah. Dante V says, shout out to Cinte de Oro's awesome lucha wall art. Yeah, guys, I have an interview with the former Cara Hunico up. We talk about him fighting people we talk about mexican treatment in wwe we talk about the bicycle when he was hunico there's so much stuff there there's and been he- a lot of talk about the the usage of hispanic wrestlers and uh i don't have it on my list this week but lucia lit i know denise did not oh, appreciate boy. that whatsoever no and 
everything. It's like, oh, they're Mexican? Lucha something. Lucha, Lucha house yes. party. Lucha house, Lucha dragon. Lucha li- – it's so ridiculous. Now, we could say, you know, Phoenix and Pentagon, they call them the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, but that's not right. their whole gimmick. That's not their whole gimmick. You're right. You're right. You're right. Gucci 25 says – What's up, guys? Who you guys got this Saturday? My money's on Chandler, a new a lightweight champion. I kind of feel like Oliveira is going to find a way to pull it out, man. Like he's been around forever. He's still young. He's, I think he's just now 31, but I think he's going to pull it off. I think that it's in the UFC's best interest that Chandler wins. Yeah. I think he's a more marketable personality. Uh, we'll see what happens. It, it, it was really unfortunate that he wasn't able to get the fight with McGregor. Yes, uh, because that would have been money. Like if McGregor had to beat Poirier after the after the performance by Chandler the last time, all oh, that would have been a money fight. But that's the game. Excited to watch at least those two fights, which is nice, I guess. I'll watch those two. Have a few more super chats. Man, Antonio says, "How do you feel about Dave saying Danielson's situation could be covered in dark side of the ring?" I don't have a clue what, what? he's speaking about. Brian uh, Danielson? Yeah. Um. I about mean, the concussion, I don't. Maybe. I don't know, and I don't want to speculate. Yeah, I'm not, not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have enough uh, supplemental information in regard to that, unless he's talking about uh, what he's got or like what happened in the past, maybe. Because I mean, I, I completely get the the loss of confidence in WWE Medical Jimmy because they cleared Paige when her neck was hanging on by a thread. Uh, they told Chelsea Green to keep the plate in her arm. Her arm rejected the plate and caused her a break, which led to her release. Uh, CM Punk, we heard about all that. Yep. Daniel Bryan didn't get to wrestle for years. Edge didn't get to wrestle for years. Christian didn't get to wrestle for years. So, yeah, I get the lack of confidence in WWE Medical. It could sure. be about that. It could be about the medical staff, yeah. Ricardo Holt says Santos, Santos Escobar's intangible is Lucha in NXT. Oh, boy. And Josh B17 says, I don't know you guys uh, if, so, if you guys still watch NXT UK, but what do you think next is, is next for Amir Jordan? I watch it in clusters, so I haven't gotten there yet but i i just think he'll come back i just think he'll be back there did you see the canelo fight i didn't oh you didn't Nope. what a what a spectacle man so heard it was great Sixty thousand, i think it was a seventy thousand plus at t- t- at&t stadium in dallas what a what a what a scene to watch and it might be the first time in my life that i have seen god save the queen get absolutely trashed oh. by the live audience because that was a hometown crowd for Canelo Alvarez, if there ever was one. And uh, so God saved the queen. I felt for that poor lady. She's just trying to sing the song, got yeah. absolutely annihilated. Uh, but Can- Canelo looked like a million bucks. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed with Billy Joe uh, that he sat on a stool. Yeah. But uh, Canelo looked like him. And to be honest with you, prior to Canelo landing the shot to the eye, Billy, Billy Joe looked good. Yeah. It's not like he was outclassed. He looked good until he took that shot to the eye. But Canelo looked good. And you know what surprised me? Do you ever, do you know who Graham Bensinger is? No, I don't. Graham Bensinger is an interviewer that does these great interviews. Uh, If you see them on YouTube, you'll know exactly who he is. And uh, he did one with Canelo prior to this fight where he went to Canelo's house in Mexico with this big, you know, mansion, marble all over the place. I had no idea that Canelo was such a cocky. Yes. Such a cocky Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah, but I didn't know because when you see him uh, like in the ring and stuff like that, he's pretty level-headed. Like he's not yeah. Mayweather. You know what I mean? And Canelo is a cocky, arrogant some bitch. He is. Yeah. And like you said, I guess he has the right to be because he's excellent. Evan Wright says, love the Varsity Blondes, Julia Hart grouping. I saw oh, that. What a fit. What I saw a that. fit. Yep. Really, really great. 
Pusha Testy says, any news on when ROH and TNA are bringing back crowds? Well, it's Impact Wrestling. It hasn't been TNA in four years, my friend. But uh, I am planning to go to Nashville the week of Slammiversary. They have told me that fans are not att- attending as of now. That could change. I'm going to try to go there and get interviews anyway. When is that? Uh, what is it? When is it? Uh, Mid-July. The, the weekend of July 17th. So I'm going to try to go there a couple days before, see who's in town. Let me know how it is because I'll be sitting here in my hole. So let me know. Let me know how it goes we, on July 17th. We we've got super chats rolling in. Rob Wilkins a little off topic, but he says, "How do you feel about the EDM Winnipeg series?" I could talk hockey all day. Well, uh, uh, we, we got limited time. Okay, so okay, okay. So so I was very elated that to win it. So I'll put it into context for you, Sean. Last night the Winnipeg Jets played the Vancouver Canucks. If Winnipeg won the game. They were going to get Edmonton in the playoffs. If Winnipeg lost the game, good chance that it was going to be Montreal and Edmonton in the playoffs, and Winnipeg would play the Toronto Maple Leafs. I wanted Winnipeg to win against Vancouver because Winnipeg is an easier stylistic matchup for okay. Edmonton than Montreal. Edmonton in five. Okay, that's Edmonton fair. Edmonton wins it in five, yeah. Andrew Monaghan says, this is Jeremy becoming Fightful's Triple H reign of terror. With that promo last week, it did feel like it. Uh, Bill Hammett says... The distraction versus Jimmy is on par with WCW versus NWO. Oh, I agree. Jimmy, I'm going to – uh-oh. Jeremy wants to come on and talk hockey. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> Colorado's got – I will say, I know that he's an avalanche guy. Colorado's got a good hockey team. Yeah. Although Vegas is better. But, but Colorado's got a good hockey team. Evolution says, as much as people hate that gimmick, I think if people – if anybody can pull it off, it's Eva Marie. Do you think her and Angel Garza could be a good pair? I think they could. I have not seen anything that that lends me to believe that like Eva is going to pull off any certain gimmick necessarily. Maybe something has happened and she's gained. I know she's gained a lot of acting experience. Yeah, maybe that's happened. It's just I don't know what the gimmick is yet, Jimmy. I'll I'll, I'll reserve judgment. I will say her promo work in the videos is not good. I, I thought her delivery good. was okay. I think it's what it's not, supposed not to good. be. But. She, it's it's very obvious that they gave her one line at a time. Yeah, and that they would just have her do that one line and then, okay, here's the next one, do the next one. Because the way that she delivered them, it didn't flow one line to the next. It was obvious that it was, you know, I'm saying this, now I'm saying this. I'm yeah. saying this, like it, it wasn't natural. I'll, I will reserve judgment until she's uh, on Raw. Also, Robert, Rob had asked, uh, did you ever get into the WDF Hasbro line? Let's try to keep it to one question per Super Chat, guys. But uh, uh, no, did you? I, I, I did not. Uh, by then, I was kind of out of the collecting game, so I never got into Hasbro's. So that's why if you look around this office here, I've got all the LJNs, but I don't think you're going to find one Hasbro in here. Well, we can actually get into the show now. Uh, well, I wanted we to ask a couple more questions first. So the, the okay. first one was... What did you think of the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul press conference? And do you think the thing with Jake Paul was uh, predetermined? To a degree. I don't think it was supposed to get that far. I think they had planned something, but uh, let me tell you him going away in tears. Go, got your hat. <laughs> do you think that Mayweather knew they were taking his hat? No, you don't think he did. I don't. I think there was something planned and he didn't like how it went. As we have seen when he fights fought tension nasakawa our own joe ferraro was there yep right there for it if if things don't go his way in an exhibition he's going to get out of there and he's going to knock somebody out to do it so so the only thing that i got to say is i got to give credit to jake paul because he has sold me a ticket as a heel yeah i want to see him get annihilated by a legitimate boxer 
Uh, and that means that he has sold me as a ticket as a heel. So good for him. Well, we've got Jay Kane saying thoughts on NXT thus far. Uh, for me, NXT is hitting home runs. Hit row, hose me down. Tuesdays have been much better for NXT. I don't know if they feel like they're going at their own pace or what's, what the deal is, but it has been a more cohesive show. It's been a more sensible show. People are getting title shots when they win, by and large. Um, could I do without Finn Balor immediately popping up and being like, I want my rematch? Okay, nobody gives a shit about your rematch, first off. You you won the title and were gone for like three months. There, there wasn't a ton there. You had the title for like six months, and I, it, it felt like he didn't defend it that much. Um, I, I yeah. think they don't know what else to do with him. And, yeah. and so I think that's why they think that's the way to go. I had Hit Row on my uh, list, and I was going to say I really like Hit Row because there's such variety to Hit Row. Yeah. Uh, so they've got a girl in there with Brandy, which I think is really cool. Uh, Adonis and Swerve Scott can go. And uh, AJ Francis, the only thing I'll say about AJ Francis, so I know that he's a former football player, so he's an athlete. He's a, he's a big guy, so he could be the muscle for the group, which is cool. He even looks like a bodyguard. So yeah, he's, he got, does. he's got all that going on. I look at AJ Francis, I keep seeing the Treasures guy. I'm like, hey, it's the Treasures guy. I mean, that's him. That's him, yeah. But yeah. I like I like the variety to the group. I like how you've got these guys that can go. You've got a girl and you've got the the brute. And uh, But the only thing I will say – if I'm hit row, I want to keep my ass on NXT for as long as I possibly can. Because if I go to the main roster, Vince Man's going to have us fighting with each other inside of two weeks. So try to stay yeah. in NXT for as long as you can. But uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. There, there's such variety to that group. I like it. They they needed something different. This is something different. Yes. And, and it's something fresh. It's something new. I'm okay with faction-based stuff. You yep. can protect somebody while not protecting somebody else. Um, I like they can it. hold multiple titles too. I don't know if they necessarily want AJ Francis in, in the NXT title picture. Yeah. Maybe maybe the North American title picture eventually, because I know he's still kind of training. But well, because- I mean, I, I have no idea like if they plan on to wrestle or anything. But not everybody that has to come in there has to wrestle. I mean, I know that's how they treat most of their managers. Most mm-hmm. of their managers are doing classes and stuff like taking bumps and rolls and everything like that. But I love the group, and I thought it was really good. And and AJ Francis can talk and he's got personality too. Yeah. So. Andrew Monaghan sent a super chat. So did you see Conchi's corner move on dark? I don't know why so many people like raised hell over it. Did you see I, it? No, I did not. So she laid Maddie Rankowski across the top rope. So each corner. And then she was on the top rope and she did a senton. She's done that move many, many times before. I don't know why everybody was raising hell about it. I loved it. I thought it was a great move. It was different. Why was were cool. they? What was the criticism? Dangerous, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't think it was that dangerous. Okay. Derek Davis says, did you hear about plans for SmackDown throwback that made McAfee shave his face? Yes. Cole bleaches tips like 99 just to get scrapped last minute. Yeah, I wish they would have done it. It would have been funny, but this was a Fox move. WWE hadn't even planned on doing it. They were not given a ton of notice from what I understand, and I hate that for them because they could have done something way cooler than what they did. I mean, McAfee definitely looked like this man circa, you know, 87 or whatever it was, 90. So he had that going. The other thing I I wanted to ask you, uh, you, are there more Super Chats? No, no, no. I mean, there is, but we'll get to him. Okay, Anderson Silva. So he told Ariel Helwani today, May 12th, that he is done with MMA. 
Uh, he's going to keep doing, you know, the exhibition stuff. He's got a boxing match with uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. on June 19, but he says he's done with MMA. What are your thoughts on that announcement? And where do you rank Anderson Silva among the all-time greats? Got to have an asterisk, unfortunately, because of all the stuff that happened. But to me, my my two or three greatest of all times are <clears throat> Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, George St. Pierre, and probably Habib up there with them. But I think if Habib had a, a larger UFC body of work, he would be it'd be easy. And then I've got ones that are below that because I don't know what they were taking. I got uh, John Jones. Anderson Silva, Fedor Emelianenko, they are up there. So I think he's probably top five. I'll tell you that nobody motivated me to go train more than Anderson Silva. When he would fight, I'd be like, I got to get in the gym tomorrow. (laughs) He would do such cool stuff. Remember James Irvin? He moved up to 205. And this was such a a WWE move. Like It was Strike Force or Affliction or some shit like that had a Fedor pay-per-view fight. And UFC was like, you know what? We're going to have our best fighter, Anderson Silva, move up to 205 pounds. We're going to give it away on TV. We're going to put him up against James Irvin, who is okay. Mm-hmm. He's knocked some people out really quickly. And Anderson Silva jobbed him out. Hey, good. Caught his jobbed foot. Him out. Caught his yep. foot, punched him in the face. And then they're like, oh, yeah. you know what? You're going to go defend your title a couple more times, but you're going to come back. You're going to face Forrest Griffin. Great fighter. Champion. Champion one day. No, you're going to job him out. Most yep. embarrassing one-sided fight that like maybe you've ever seen. Probably in UFC history. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and if you haven't heard Forrest Griffin talk about that fight, seek it out. It's very funny. Yep. And uh, Rich Franklin, the first fight when he won the title, we talked about this. Franklin had a look on his face like he was afraid. Yeah. Like he did not look confident when he was going in. And, and I remember at the time, at the time live watching it thinking, is he hurt? Yeah. Like even before the fight started, because he had a look on his face like he was terrified and uh, and went in there and got and got destroyed. The only thing I'll say about Anderson Silva is I would have looked at him differently if he had have called it a day after the second Weidman fight. Yeah, uh, because so he loses to Weidman when he was still on top and he was, you know, screwing around and he got caught, comes back and breaks his leg when Weidman checked the kick. After he came back from that, he went one five and one. He had a no contest because he got the positive test against Nick Diaz. If you include those two Weidman losses, Sean, he was 1-7-1 in his last nine fights. Yeah, so really up until 2019, there were almost excuses for all those. Uh, the wide, the first Weidman fight, he clowned around. Yes, he did. The second Weidman fight, his leg wrapped around Weidman's shin. Yep. And, and anybody that says, oh, well, he was getting his ass kicked up to that point, well, that's fine. Uh, Chael Sonnen kicked his ass for two, five and four and a half rounds. It was, and and then he won that. So you never yep. know. He beat Nick Diaz flat out. I mean, that's just the way it was. You got the PED test though. Yeah, Bisping. That fight should have been called. That fight yes. should have been over. Because he, yes, you're right. He knocked him he out. Sh- he should have won that fight. Yes, the yes. Daniel Cormier fight. He had like appendix surgery or something and took the fight like four or last five minute. weeks later. Yes. Last minute, yeah. up a weight class, completely out of shape. Um, yeah, th- there were excuses for all those. Now, do I think that he was going to win all those? No. I thought he won Bisping. He was going to win Diaz, whether or not he was on some shit or not. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll choose to remember the 2006 to 2012 Anderson Silva a lot more. And he was incredible. Yeah. At that incredible. 
And and it's like whenever he won a fight, he won it in different ways, and he did it like nothing. It's like the fight would be over. He didn't even have a drop of sweat on him. And his opponents laying on the on the canvas. Like he was Anderson Silva was incredible. I do think his legacy was tarnished at the end a bit. Um, but his, he was incredible. And uh I know people that know him and they tell me that he's a sweetheart of a guy too. Yeah. I hear that about Anderson Silva. You're the, the greatest. I really wouldn't. I I really would not at I just don't think that's a good fit. UTA twenty five says Jeremy versus Jimmy, distraction on a pole match. Well, let me tell you guys, if distractions are affecting your poll, <laughs> check out our friends over at BlueChew.com. BlueChew is that unique online service that helps you get that confidence, helps you get stronger, harder erections. <laughs> but you don't have to have a problem to use BlueChew. It could just be a confidence issue. Maybe you're a newcomer. Maybe you're maybe you're a crafty veteran looking to to put something else on your fastball, so to speak. Blue Chew can help. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. It's prepared and ships direct in the USA, and it comes there in a discreet package. It cuts out the middleman because you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or wait in line at the doctor's office. They work with licensed medical providers to get you the ingredient you need because there is more than one, and they want to make sure you get the right one. BlueChew.com. You use that code FIGHTFUL. You get your first shipment free. You know, you're, or they know rather that you're going to come back whenever they're willing to give you this product for free. Bluechew.com code Fightful. This stuff is great. If you, if you don't like swallowing pills, Bluechew is in a chewable form. It's good to go. Bluechew.com code Fightful. All right. I want to talk about the importance of talent getting reps in. Okay. And uh, Monday I posted something on Twitter and I got shit on a little bit. And uh, I will be the first to admit I didn't word it correctly. Maybe, you know, you got a a character limit on Twitter, 280 characters. So maybe I didn't explain myself properly. So, you know, Monday night, they're doing Oscar Rhea Ripley. Uh, It was, I think, the fourth time they'd been in the ring together since WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Uh, I posted something on on Twitter basically saying, uh, all WWE has to do is book them 27 times, and then they'll have chemistry. Yeah. People shit on me, you know, saying, oh, they don't have any house shows. What else are they supposed to do to get chemistry? And I had to explain myself and I had to, you know, make people understand what my intended message was. And what I was trying to explain was WWE should not be using their A shows as training ground. They have unlimited resources. They got more resources when it comes to talent development than any wrestling company in the universe. They choose not to utilize those resources. And when you look at AEW, AEW's got a lot of resources too. They don't have have what WWE does. Yeah. AEW, one area that they have traditionally been better than WWE has been their ability to maximize the resources. And a key reason that AEW Dark was created was so that talent could get their reps in. That's a key reason why they did it. I had somebody I tweeted about AEW Dark last night because there was some stuff on the show I liked, like Moxley and Kingston kicking the shit out of somebody. That that's that's a point of attraction for me. I like watching that. Right. And somebody said, I don't know why anybody would watch AEW Dark while NXT is on. Because well, I fucking want to. That's why. And the thing is, I don't think Tony Khan cares. No, and because I, I look at it like this. They film TV one day a week. For the last no, they filmed, year, they filmed three, three this week. Well, I, I mean, dynamite. I mean, dynamite. Okay, sure. Like they're, they're a live show. 
their, their live show was one day a week. They haven't yeah. had live events in a year. I mean, yeah, they've done a few lately, but otherwise they didn't have live events for a year. Their pay-per-views are quarterly. If they didn't have dark and if all they had was two hours of TV a week on TNT, what the hell are you going to do with your roster when you can only get maybe, what do you think, Sean, 10 guys, 12 guys a week on Dynamite? What are you going to do with your roster? Dark is there so talent can get reps in. Now, yeah. somebody somebody said to me on uh, on uh, social media, because I made that point, and somebody said to me on social media, well, that's not the same thing. Uh, dark is for people that have never worked on TV. That's completely inaccurate. Completely. And, and it, and and if you look at Dark so far this year, since January, forget about the show started in 19, forget about 19, forget about 20. If you look since January, these names have all worked matches on Dark since January. SCU, Matt Seidel, Serena D, Billy Gunn, Santana Ortiz, the Lucha Brothers, Miro, John Moxley, Brian Cage, Dustin Rhodes, Lance Archer, Thunder Rosa, Matt Hardy, Cole Cabana, Pac, Ethan Page, Adam Page, and the AEW champion, Kenny Omega, yes. has they're, worked they're, a match on Dark. There are a wealth of reasons to do AEW Dark, like a ton. And okay, so before last week, main event would have been a good comparison or a good thing to say, well, it's more important than that. But last week, they had Jinder Mahal pop up. They debuted a new act. Jeff Hardy came back. Ali and Ricochet is a good feud. That should not be the second best main roster WWE show because they have a brand split. But AEW Dark and Elevation. It does a lot of things. It gets in talent reps. Yeah. It uh, adds footage to the library. You're getting more use out of your talent that you're paying anyway. They're guaranteed. Future documentary footage, you know how much, how often do we see like the, oh, well, Daniel Bryan wrestled in WWF in 2002. And so yes. AJ stopped. You're going to get a lot of that. Like Sunday Night Heat and stuff. This is basically also, the same thing. Yeah. Wins and losses do matter in AEW. So if you want to pad somebody up and get them ready for a quick push and make it sense, make it make sense within that show, give them three or four wins on dark. That's the way that you keep those records looking impressive. That way it's not 50, 50, 50, 50. Now, is it for everybody? No, I personally find great joy in watching John Moxley and Eddie Kingston abuse a couple of jobbers. I find great joy <laughs> in this. I love watching a good old fashioned ass kicking. And then, Jimmy, when when the time comes, when one of those jobbers wins, it's going to mean an awful lot more. Well, when you look at what WWE has at their disposal, so they've got an exclusive venue. In that exclusive venue, they've got the ring. They've got Thunderdome. They've got cameras. Most of the talent is local in Florida. They've got access to a streaming platform. They've got syndicated television. They've got a YouTube channel with 77 million subscribers. And right now in this pandemic era, they've got nothing but time. They got nothing but time. What they should have done, and, and the problem is, and you and I know this, and everybody knows this, this is completely beyond the realm of, of what Vince McMahon cares about. Yeah. And so he's never going to think about it. When they saw Rhea Ripley and Oscar at WrestleMania, they should have thought, shit. Like, we got to get reps in with these guys. These guys don't have chemistry together. But what did they do instead? They used their A show as the training ground. And the problem is, you got one chance to make a good first impression. So yep. when, you have, when you've produced this match and it was shit, even if four or five matches later, it's better. People already in their mind think, well, that's going to be a shit match. And I'm not watching that. Yep. They could have very easily used these, these platforms that they have to get reps in. We saw in January, they did it with that India taping. What was it called? The uh, superstar spectacle, Superstar spectacle, yep. right? Cause they had everything already. They had the venue, they had Thunderdome, they had everything. So they produced a special for the Indian market because they could very easily do it. They could do the same thing for no reason 
you know, do it, do it, do a taping on a Wednesday for no reason. You want to try these guys out and they need ring time. Boom. You do a taping yeah. on Wednesday, you put it on YouTube. If it gets 10,000 views, who gives a shit? Now Rhea Ripley and Oscar have, have gotten the opportunity in the television setting, which is different than the PC. They got the opportunity in the ring to get reps in. That is what I meant. And this is something WWE does not do. And they need to be more open-minded in this era. Because it is true. Yeah. It is true that they used to use house shows in order to test out new programs and yes. stuff. You don't have that. That doesn't mean that you got to use Raw and WrestleMania as your training ground. You've got more than enough opportunity to get reps in and you choose not to do it. And that was the point I tried to make. A lot of super chat love for Dark and Elevation, which AEW has three what I call cohesive shows. All the shows make sense. Evan Wright says, Limelight's sit-down interview was great stuff. He's a fascinating guy. He reached out to me, and he's like, man, I would really love you to for you to interview me. I like what you do. And I got familiarized with his work, and I was like, man, there's a lot to talk to him about. He has worked everywhere already. He's working his ass off, made it onto Dynamite as well. He's got a story. Evan Wright said, Sean, a pop, popping for the acclaimed late night rules. I saw that. They're, they're very, they're he reminds very good. Me, uh, he reminds me of Cena from... Uh... Yeah. What was that, 2004 or whatever, when he was doing yeah. that? And Anthony Bowens, uh, I did a feature on him almost two years ago. I had a WrestleMania 2019 because WWE forgot to sign him, forgot to sign the guy. Boy, has that worked out. And I, I'm sure he had, I think he had interest from WWE uh, th- this time around too. Do you remember when they did that with The Rock? <sighs> yes. Yes, they forgot to renew him. Jim Ross. Uh, Chris Rain says, Dark Elevation has saved Monday for me, and I just watched the review show to see what happened on Raw. Hey, as long as you watch the review show, I'm <laughs> all for it. Evan Wright says he's excited for Moxley versus Nagata tonight. I've mentioned this a couple times, Jimmy, but as, a, as an 11-year-old kid, I would watch every bit of wrestling I could. So I saw a lot of Yuji Nagata, Dean Malenko on like WCW Saturday night in 97. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. So this is very cool for me to see. And he can still he can still work. And seeing the thing is, Moxley probably watched that too. Yeah. So Mox Moxley wants this matchup for the same reason. The bean kicked in. Says, "Love how AEW rewards you for putting time into it." Yeah. Um, WWE has done a little bit better here and there, like the USO Roman Reigns thing. It's just they wait until USO gets in the ring. And they're like, "Here's a video of what happened." Instead That's of just so terrible. Yes, they did bad. that on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Fitzpatrick sends a super chat. By the way, guys, get in yours. It helps us a lot, as well as if you leave a thumbs up. It says, friend saw some of Raw for the first time in years and popped for RK Bro. Didn't have the heart to tell him how crap the rest of the show is anymore. Should we talk about the Alexa Bliss thing now? I think we should. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. Are we to believe that Alexa Bliss has a demon-possessed doll and she is now capable of inflicting damage to people from 100 feet away. Just suspend your disbelief, Jimmy. Stop being a hater. Suspend your disbelief. You fucking mark. (laughs) Suspend your disbelief. (laughs) So if somebody takes Lily, do they then get Alexa Bliss's power? So like if if Shayna Baszler like steals Lily, can then can she then look at Alexa and Alexa's gonna stumble in the ring? Like is Dan that- Lamb Dan Lambert is about to steal that doll and use it on every MMA fighter since it works on Shayna. 
Let me just say this. Let me say this. I understand wrestling is subjective. And if you guys like that, that's your right. Just because I think it's really dumb. Sean thinks it's really dumb. You can like it if you want. And that's your business. I looked down and I didn't even notice it. Oh, you until missed it? People brought it back, brought up or else I would have raised more hell about it on raw on the raw show. Um, you know, yeah. the, f- the first time Shayna stumbled because I was watching it live. The first time she stumbled, I didn't think too much of it. I thought, oh, maybe she got hurt. But then the second one, when she was really animated, yeah. I was like, oh my god, they're going to say Alexa did that. And and here's the thing, Alexa Bliss, she's doing what she's told. That's fine. She's going down a path that might be hard to come back from. Yes, you know what I mean. And maybe Alexa Bliss doesn't give a shit. Maybe she doesn't give a shit. You know, she. I, I think she has aspirations of being an actor, and she's like engaged to a musician. And maybe she doesn't care. But when you look at, say, Bray Wyatt as an example, and Bray Wyatt now is completely off television. I think, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. The only way that Bray Wyatt can come back and not be the supernatural guy is if he comes back in another company. Yeah. And then night one in the other company, he cuts a promo, he rips the shit out of WWE, and then he moves on. Otherwise, I think the ripping former company promo has been overdone so many times. I don't even think they could do it. Maybe, but I'm just saying if if If, if anybody carried the the ability to do it, it might be him, though. He would, but the the reason I'm saying that is because if you see Bray White, unless he drastically changes his look, shaves his head, whatever, if you see Bray White say show up on AEW, a lot of fans are going to be like, hey, it's uh, Bray Wyatt. It's The Fiend. Yeah. And they might expect that hokey pokey bullshit. They can't so, even use the name either. No, he can't, can't use Bray. the name. Yeah. yeah. But he he's going to, if that if that scenario were to play out, he's got to address it. Like, you got to say something. You know what yeah. I mean? How can Bray Wyatt possibly return to WWE television without being The Fiend, without doing the hokey shit? And, it's, and, it's and Alexa, Bliss, so Alexa Bliss, how do you go back? Because she can't do this garbage forever. She's Papa Shango now. Like, you can't do this forever. You know what I mean? I feel like getting the band back together, so to speak, with Bruce and Vince. It's like, I don't want to place the blame on him. But I mean, this is like this. That's when this angle started. All this shit started. All and this they, started. And they think it's good. And it ain't good. It's not good. I don't like it. Uh, objectively the worst people carry around those fiend avatars on Twitter and harass me. So, uh, dub Q dub Q. Thank you. Says, thanks for putting in the work guys. Love the show. Well, we love you by God. Thank you very much. Dub Q Ray Callahan said, SRS's method of raw delay, a blessing. OFE NFT FTF. Thank you very much. Do you think that this might end up with like Nikki cross is going to do an exorcism? So Fair. Nikki Cross, I don't want her dragged into this bullshit. Yeah, Nikki Cross is going to do. I, I have the do vision. Nothing than fuck up her entire career doing this. You're right, but I have I have a vision. So Nikki Cross is going to do an exorcism. She's going to recruit Reverend Devon, and Reverend Devon's going to come in, and they might even get what was Batista's name? What they call him? Deacon Batista. Deacon Batista. They might even recruit Deacon Batista, and they're going to kidnap Alexa, and then they're going to tie her up to a bed, and mm. they're going to do an exorcism, and then Lily. There's going to be like a spirit's going to come out of Lily, and then they're going to somehow trap it, and then maybe Alexa will become Alexa. Okay, let's let's Dante V says supernatural can work in wrestling. Rosemary Sue Young, but what they're doing with Bliss isn't clicking, which is unfortunate. Dante, yeah. I respect your opinion, but I am one of a couple people who have watched every Impact Wrestling episode ever, and let me tell tell you i loathe that undead realm bullshit that they pulled off on impact for way way too long it was just 
too much, too long. They they drove it into the ground. I completely despised it. I did not like it. I thought it was stupid there. I know it was Jimmy Jacobs' baby, and he really liked it, but I did not. Mike Preventure takes Lily Tomlin works in mysterious ways. See, my issue with this is, and, and, and it's not too dissimilar with Bray Wyatt when he would get pinned and pop up. Mm-hmm. And you'd watch it thinking, but that's stupid. If you're not hurt, why did you get pinned kind of thing? So the issue with Alexa Bliss is so she can hurt people from 100 feet away. How can she possibly ever get pinned in a match? Yeah, I agree. Like it, they're, they're, they're going down a path. It's Especially gonna be, when they're going to turn her into a hunchback next, Jimmy. How could she get pinned? There you go. She never get pinned. She yeah. never get pinned. Yeah. Kieran George says, I may be alone in this, but Eddie Kingston should get all the belts. The man is on a different level on the mic. No, no, I think a tag team runs good. I Maybe love a tag team run. I love him and Moxley teaming up. And Jimmy, you know what I love more about him and Moxley teaming up than just them teaming up? What's that, Sean? It's very clear they're going to be putting the tag title picture, but they weren't just like, oh, well, you know what? They're they're gonna be they're gonna get tag title shots. No. They they won at Blood and Guts against Omega and Nakazawa. They won on Dark. They completely destroyed a couple jobbers. They're getting wins that, that are going to lead to that. They beat the Good Brothers a few months ago. They weren't just like, oh, we're going to throw them together, Killer Cross or Carrying Cross and Finn Balor. Here we go. Give them a title shot. Let's, let's put them in there. No. That, I mean, they're, they're doing that with RK Bro now. But they're yeah, RK, RK Bro are getting wins, and that's yeah. what I want to see. That's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah. Jose Flores says, here's some money because SRS did a, a great job conveying the frustration for Mexican viewers and talent. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I have uh, a couple friends who are lapsed fans, like IRL friends, and I'm like, why don't you all watch anymore? And they're like, there's like, there's nobody we feel like we can connect to. And they they are both they're Mexican-born and, and immigrated to America. And they felt like there was nobody they could relate to. And I was like, oh, Ray and Dominic? And they're like, well... To be fair, Ray been there a million times, so not that interested. You should show them Ray Phoenix. Well, that's the thing; they do watch AEW. Okay, because Ray Phoenix is pretty damn good. Ray, Ray, Ray yeah. Phoenix is the Mysterio of this generation. Yeah, you know who else they like? Fuego del Sol. Ah, little Fuego from uh, the Sammy Sammy vlog. I was like, well, I didn't even know that you all watched AEW stuff, and they they said that they found it through Sammy Guevara's blog. Or vlog. Oh, so they're more into it. They must be fairly into it. If well, they, they found it in like a, they said they found it in a recommended video, and they're like, "Well, we're going to check out AEW because they hadn't heard of it." But they found Sammy's vlog while watching something. I feel like it was a video game thing or a music video or something. Hmm. So, of of all the things, Fuego, I just love that. I love that. What else so, you got on the list, Jimmy? So, as as Alex Pulaski calls it, Wrestleback Mania Lash is uh coming up this sunday um so there's two matches that are that are interesting to me uh roman reigns cesaro i think that's going to be interesting uh bianca belair bailey i think that's going to be interesting yes there's really nothing else on that show that interests me nope uh i don't see how the raw uh or the wwe title uh match is of any interest when you saw the challengers both get beat i just don't see how that's that's interesting i bet it'll be good I bet I'm sure it will. Good. I'm sure it I will, bet, but I bet the tag team title match will be very good as well. Dirty Dogs, Mysterios. I don't got to see Damian Priest beat the Miz again, and and it fucking bet. Pardon my language, guys. I keep saying I'm not going to curse anymore, but then I get to talk about WWE, and I have to. 
they better not beat Damian Priest. I don't think they will. I mean, if they do, they're they're out to lunch. But why? So Damian Priest wins the match with Morrison, and he gets to pick the stipulation. Why yeah. wouldn't Damian Priest just say, "Okay, at WrestleMania Backlash, if I beat you, Miz, we're done. We're done. You go your way. I'm moving on. That's the stipulation." Why wouldn't he just say that? No one wants to see this match. Nobody wants to see this match. Nobody. No. Maybe Maurice and maybe like Damian Priest's parents or something. Otherwise, nobody wants to see this match. So why not just say that's the stipulation? I'm going to beat you and we're done. I wish. Because WWE will just go back to it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they They'll will ignore. end up going back to it. They will. Yeah. I'm very excited for Reigns and Cesaro. I'm excited for Bianca and Bailey. I wish they would have just had Bailey win a bunch of matches to get back or she should say hey i beat you one time i beat you in january that makes sense but they don't do that um we do have a prediction show on thursday with jennifer louise she'll be joining me i think it's about 5 p.m eastern we're gonna be doing that so check it out guys and also we're heading down the home stretch i do have to wrap this show up a little bit early i've got Quizlemania. So please donate a super chat. Get your thumbs ups in. So if you uh, lose, does that mean that I don't have to do the list goes on early anymore? For a while, yeah. I'm going for the record today, Jimmy. Most consecutive uh, title defenses there. Oh, God, we got to talk about this, Jimmy. What? Oh, NWA power. It's yeah. so bad. Well, one, Tyrus is on there. Worst wrestler on TV right now. Uh-huh. They're doing a storyline with Camille and Thunder Rosa. And everybody knows I love Thunder Rosa. Everybody knows she's a friend of mine, pal, thumbs up, chummy, good. This angle is so bad. And it ain't her fault, and it ain't Camille's fault. They make these segments way too long. And they had Camille come out and say, Thunder Rosa, we're going to face each other at whatever the fuck we're doing next. Pardon my language. She didn't say whatever the fuck. I did it to make the story <laughs> that, sound. That would have gone viral if she had. It would have. I did it to make the story sound way more interesting because it's not that interesting. And she says, if you lose Thunder Rosa, you can't wrestle anywhere else anymore. That other company. And Mike Preventure too says, any NWA thoughts? Rosa's loser can't leave NWA stip and the show ending 15 minutes early because the champs didn't want to work. Straight trash. Yes, Jimmy. The champions, the tag champions, didn't want to work, so that they had the, the announcer just go, "Well, that's the show. Wow, the, ta- the tag match is off." That and that, that was it. Really? Yes, it was one of the worst TV finishes I've seen in a long time. And I watch Raw every week, but the fact that the, the NWA is just like, if you lose, you have to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Who who's booking? Is it Corrigan? I don't I I won't I well I'll tell you what. It ain't Dave Lagana and it ain't Dave Marquez. Yeah. So you're getting this. Huh. I, I will not do any speculation on who's booking yeah, as you to, know for sure. Okay. I don't want to get any angry phone calls, so to speak. Interesting, interesting. So they literally, they literally said the tag champs don't want to come out. So have a good, have a good so day. Jeremy and Voices of Wrestling are the only two people that cover this show. Nick Aldis says, "I think 
Billy Corgan wants to go back to the Attitude Era because he definitely isn't participating in the Gratitude Era. Matthew Ledesma says, any update on Bia Priestley? Double or nothing after Britt wins? I hope so. But no, very tight-lipped on the Bia Priestley stuff. I'm trying to find out, though. NWA has been bad. Pope has been great. Slice Boogie has been very fun. Just watching Thunder Rosa? Cool. Some of the women they have that they bring in there? Really like that. You're watching Camille develop in front of your eyes? Um, Ain't a good show. Not a good show. So let's get to a couple of things before we uh, before we wrap up. So first thing, what did you think of Blood and Guts? Loved the show. Liked the match. The finish, they should have shot it better. I don't have a problem with there being a crash pad. Don't give a shit. Yep. Love it. They got to shoot that better. They got to do, do better than that, especially when they had virtually the same thing for Stadium Stampede, and it looked awesome. They had to do have to do better with little production things. So with AEW, I feel like this stuff is a two-edged sword. So I, I feel like on the one hand, they show their inexperience at times in terms of production because they've done things before that showed their inexperience. Yes. But on the other hand, I feel like they tend to learn from it. Yes. And and the, and one of the differences, so if you think back to Hell in a Cell with Rollins and The Fiend, and I think it was you that reported that when the whole crowd shit on it uh, live, Vince laughed at that. Vince was laughing. Yeah. That's the difference. So the difference is Vince doesn't recognize when something's bad. He he laughs at the reaction. Tony Khan and the powers that be, they recognize when something's bad. And I when, guarantee you when they do this again, they're going to have a different angle. When they had that shitty fireworks explosion, I mean, yes. it got a lot of criticism. And Tony immediately went on the post-show call and did a kayfabe explanation for it. Whether you liked it or not, he tried. Yeah. And that yeah. says a lot to me. The Hebkin says, Tony Khan just by NWA already? I wish he would. I wish he would. I think they could get a lot of use out of that title belt on one of those seven shows they got going on. But uh, AEW has shown me that they're willing to adjust. They adjusted with Britt Baker. They adjusted with the Nightmare Collective. They adjusted with the Dark Order. They adjust, and that's what makes me very happy. Evan Wright says, set the business back 30 years, Jimmy. (laughs) I don't think so. What library does the NWA now own? I'm not sure. I'll find out. Okay. I'm curious because that'd be something for Khan to look at. Uh, Okay. Let me ask you this next thing. So uh, you lucky uh, bastards in America are getting back to normal and uh, double or nothing on May 30. They're going to have full capacity at Daly's place. I just saw Sean's uh, receipts because he's going to go there for the scrum because you're a lucky fuck. And AEW has also announced that they're going to resume live events uh, in select cities starting in July. Now there are reports that WWE Makes sense. They want to do SummerSlam in front of a live crowd, and Madison Square Garden is an option. Sean, have you heard about that? No. Oh no, you haven't heard about that. No, I mean I've heard about the rumor. I haven't heard that MSG is being considered. Okay, I, I, I reported yesterday that um, uh, Las Vegas was one of the front runners. Where do you think they would do it? Because they used to do shows at that university there, right? The university campus. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But obviously they want fans back there. But I had heard as of last week, New York wasn't being considered. Okay. I, I went to T-Mobile for a hockey game. It's a nice venue, and it's like literally yeah. right off the strip. Yeah, so. I, I had not heard New York until Dave Meltzer put that out there. But um, I'm, I'm going to follow it up. That's that's for sure. All right. And last, thing, sure. last thing on my list, and this is kind of related, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Tough times for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So first, on May 4th, they uh, conducted uh, COVID tests after the show. They had seven positive tests. They had two major events coming up. 
for Wrestle Grand Slam. One on May 15, one on May 29. 29th was on, in the Tokyo Dome. They had to cancel both of those shows. The Japanese government has extended the uh, state of emergency in Tokyo until at least the end of May. The Olympic Games are in jeopardy of being canceled. Yep. Tough times. And uh, Bushy Road, which is the parent of New Japan, their fiscal year end is uh, July 30th. Yeah. And uh, most likely, I imagine, so New Japan falls under their sports division. I imagine that they're going to probably report the lowest numbers probably ever for New Japan. Probably. Um, they they need some time to reevaluate their creative anyway. This has been one of the most unsatisfying periods in New Japan uh, uh, since I've been covering it. It's been the most unsatisfying. And uh, Alba said the NFL stadium is in Vegas. Uh, that's, right. that's what we'll be doing. Oh, you think they would do the the, the stadium there? Yeah, I think they they'd do. try to do it if they could. Yeah, for sure. Wow, wow. Well, guys, I'm going to go do a stadium size show on Quizzlemania here in a few minutes. I Please really hope you win because I hope you win because every two weeks I really love starting early. Yeah, me too. So yeah. I need to go. Uh, I'll be here tonight, 10 10 p.m. Eastern, AEW post show Bushwhackers interview tomorrow. We talk about ECW Family Matters. Did you talk to both Luke, of them or, or just both Luke? of them? Both of both them. Both of them? Both of them. Really? Where is Butch now? New Zealand. And where's Luke? In Florida, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah. And you until have- next time. <laughs> we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.